0: Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding.
1: Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 185 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I am Seth. And I'm Carly. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more as well as what's going on in our own lives. Carly, you have had a busy week that is going to be the focus uh, of our episode a little later on, but uh, uh, just give us a preview of how you've been.
1: Right. Yes. So I'll give a little tease. I am up in New Jersey for the holidays. So Passover and Easter is coming up. So I'm spending a little extended time at the Jersey Shore. But first, I hit up the American Dream Mall, which if you are an attractions fan, you know all about it. And also Legoland, New York for its opening weekend.
0: All right. Well, I cannot wait to hear all about the details of that a little later in the show. Uh, My week wasn't nearly as exciting, but I did get to do something new. I got to visit the uh, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue over in Toy Story Land, um, and I had a mixed experience. Uh, You can read about it in the upcoming issue of Orlando Weekly, and it's also going to be on the unofficialguides.com. But uh, I will give the the too-long-didn't-read summary. Uh, Love the starters. Love the sides. Love the vegan options, yeah. Um, but for a barbecue restaurant, the actual barbecue did not thrill me. Right, uh, and it's
1: it's tough though because Disney already has a solid barbecue game, so yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the thing. Really, I mean if
0: yeah. they had just brought over exactly what they serve at Flame Tree or uh, Regal, Regal Eagle, I would have been satisfied. But um, I, I, you know. People who have eaten there will have to uh, either back me up or disagree with me on it. But I believe that they get whatever smoke flavoring they put on the ribs and chicken directly from the burning room scene in Spaceship, <laughs> Spaceship Earth. Because that's exactly the, the, the flavor of that liquid, liquid, quote unquote, smoke.
1: Weird. That's all
0: I could smell. That's all I could taste.
1: Right. Well, so- every person that I know that has dined there raves about the plant based food. And really, nothing else to say. So I think if you're going to go, when I go, go, that go town,
0: veggie for the day. Right. You won't, you won't be disappointed. Right.
1: And these are all people that are loyal meat eaters, and yeah. everyone is saying the same thing: get plant based.
0: Um, my other two uh, suggestions are: skip the adult desserts, ask for the kids' dessert instead. Uh, the the forky uh, <sighs> cupcake is awesome. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Maybe bring a ziploc zip bag in your in your purse or something, because there's so much leftovers, and they don't give doggy bags, and it's just such a shame how much food goes to waste there. Oh, so right, did yeah. you like
1: the biscuits with the pepper jelly? Oh
0: my God, yes! That that is the other. That's I mean, they, they start off the meal on such a high note that it's like nothing else can quite live up to those biscuits and, and
1: you know what, if if that's the case and for the price point, then maybe necessarily you don't need all the meats, you know, if you're eating all these sides and
0: I, I would happily do a thing where you could pay half the price and just get the, uh, the salads and the sides and, uh, I'll skip the entree. But I'm weird that way.
1: (laughs) No. Yeah. I don't need it. That was like when I just went to beer garden, I barely ate any of the entrees because you were doing all the salads and starters and then you're full. So
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Work around it. All right. Well, uh, if you have uh, been to that new restaurant, uh, let us know in the comments what you thought of it. Uh, But in the meantime, I think it is time for us without any further ado to get into the news. (laughs) First up in the news in Disneyland, uh, that resort's first ever Disney Vacation Club lounge is opening up on April 29th in Tomorrowland uh, on the second story of the old carousel theater above uh, Star Wars Lunch Bay, which is still not launched.
1: Yes. So this was, I believe, first announced last fall, but now finally, as we're in kind of the home stretch, because it is coming very, very soon in a few weeks, they finally give us more details. And I'm actually pretty impressed. I mean, I think the the space in Epcot is so boring to me (laughs) that they're pulling in inspiration from Disney legends that this looks great.
0: Yeah. Uh, this this kind of seems to be like Disney's thing that when they have uh, an attraction that's semi-abandoned, uh, <laughs> rather than do something with it, we'll just stick some DVC uh, members up there. Um, the, uh, the Imagination Pyramid, uh, the upstairs, the old image works, mm-hmm. uh, that is uh, the Epcot Lounge. And something similar has happened to the top of... Um, the old it was inventions at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a Marvel exhibit for a brief time, uh, and now it is a tribute to the kind of mid-century modern classic Tomorrowland. Um, and if you are a fan of Mary Blair, John Hench, or Herb Ryman, you are going to love these big concept art murals of theirs that they have uh, put up in the room.
1: Oh, yeah. And then also uh, what I was excited about is they're going to have pieces from Disneyland history. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. So to be like a little miniature exclusive memorabilia museum, they're going to have the a K7 spacesuit that was worn by Tomorrowland astronauts. And this is like super early days.
0: Of yeah. Yeah. I, I neither of us are old enough to have seen that one in person. <laughs> um, there's also uh, a model that was used in the Disneyland TV series uh, long before either of us were born. Um, so yeah, so there's great artwork and memorabilia to check out. Uh, more importantly, there is air conditioning. There are comfortable chairs. There is is Um, there are charging stations for your devices, uh, and actually something for free, free soft drinks. Uh, Yes, that is the the biggie. (laughs) I remember, uh, back in the day when, um, there was a passholder lounge uh, where uh, cl- there's a Club 33 now in Epcot uh, mm-hmm. at the American Adventure. Yep. And they had a free freestyle machine in there. And that was like heaven. Uh, there's nothing better than free soda in a theme.
1: Oh, absolutely. And then when uh, Disneyland, during like the COVID days, they did the Magic Key Lounge in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Uh, near yes. the exit of Space Mountain. The soda was not free, though. But it was a nice place to kind of chill. and They had uh, photo ops on there. So I feel like this DVC lounge is going to have basically natural photo ops with the way that it's designed and whatnot.
0: Uh, You will also, of course, find a member of the DVC uh, member services team to be able to help you with anything you need. Um, And this ties in perfectly with the upcoming Villas at Disneyland Hotel. Uh, Opening up this fall, Uh, that is going to be a new uh, DVC option on Disneyland Resort property. Uh, But even if you're not a DVC member, they have opened up the initial bookings to uh, just cash buyers. So if you want to check it out and see if the DVC lifestyle is right Mm -hmm. for you, uh, you can find more about DVC membership at Mm DisneyVacationClub.Disney.Go.com. Uh, I would love to stay in the new villas and uh, hopefully hang out with someone who has a DVC membership so they can get me up into that club. Oh, Uh,
1: I want to stay in the uh, villa that has the balcony Mm -hmm. and the fireplace. It's like the double sided fireplace.
0: Mm -hmm. My favorite, uh, I think my favorite of the, the DVC clubs is the one, the top of the world one at uh, the uh, Contemporary Bay Lake. Yeah. Uh, We've got friends who stay there and always make sure to uh, take us up there for a drink and love that place. Yeah. Um, Moving on, uh, here's some big news. If you are a annual pass holder and a Star Wars fan, you can now save 30% on select Galactic Star Cruiser voyages between April 15th and June 28th kind of a big deal this is uh they've given discounts to um cast members to people uh booking uh other hotel stays but this is the first time i've seen a discount for annual pass holders
1: right and i feel like 30 percent is kind of no joke that that is a pretty high I mean,
0: when you're talking like, an experience that costs thousands and thousands of dollars 30 percent adds up
1: Sure. Really, I mean, that could be like a grand off, you know, if you're going on a company mm-hmm. date. Uh, are you looking into a package?
0: Oh, I'm that's they, they're going to have to uh, make that uh, from 30 percent off to 30 percent on before <laughs> I can start when they when they get down to 75 percent off. Then uh, then I'll start looking at
1: it. Oh, definitely. Um, I'm curious. I haven't seen anyone book it yet. So I'm curious what the actual price breakdown turns but, out to be, So uh,
0: You will still get uh, everything included, uh, the two breakfasts, the two lunches, the two dinners, uh, including the gratuity for the dinners. Um, You get your quick service meal in the park. Um, Obviously, as an annual pass holder, you don't need that uh, days of admission into Disney's Hollywood Studios. uh, But at least you do get um, lightning lane access to the attractions Mm -hmm. uh, during that day without having to pay extra for them. Um, And there are dates uh, throughout uh, late April and all of May and June uh, when you can take advantage of this. We have talked before about how they uh, have tried a bunch of discounts. They gave a really deep discount to cast members um, and that they've also canceled some dates and moved folks around uh, in the in the summer. So uh, definitely signs that they are trying to get more occupancy here.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some people that recently went on it post that it was about like 50 percent occupancy.
0: Wow. During their uh, sailings. which is Well, you know, uh, it's I guess that would be a great experience uh, for the people who are going as long as they don't cut back on the offerings, as long as they're fully staffing it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I know I've been on cruise ships that were 100 percent full and cruise ships that were half full. And I know which one I prefer.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And they said it's been amazing, like talent wise, because it is still you have such a more intimate experience. I mean, mm-hmm. not oh, yeah. Disney, but
0: yeah. Well, all right. There are a few catches. Of course, you have to reserve this in advance. Can't just show up. Uh, they can change the dates without <laughs> notice. Uh, if you've already got a reservation, you can't just apply this discount. Um, and you this is only for the standard rooms, not the suites. Um only one cabin per pass holder, and you have to stay in there, so no selling your access to people <laughs> without passes. I uh, can't transfer it. you got to show your annual pass when you check in, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, if you want to book one of these, best way to do it is pick up the phone, call 800-327-2996. Okay, next. Uh, speaking of cruise ships, this one doesn't go to space. But this one is going to Asia. Uh, Disney Cruise Line has announced their intention to home port an upcoming cruise ship in Singapore for at least five years. And reading between the lines and on the concept art, this looks like this is going to be the Disney treasure, uh, which was originally going to be the global dream. Uh, This is a long and convoluted story that we've been following for quite a while. (laughs) <laughs> um I'm on I got to be honest when I read when I heard this I was actually a little surprised uh this was a Bob Chapek acquisition uh when Chapek uh, announced that this um giant giant cruise ship that uh, was set to be the largest cruise ship by passenger volume in the world
1: mm-hmm.
0: that uh you know the the company was bankrupt um they needed a buyer and I was kind of shocked that Chapek uh, came in and scooped this up
1: yeah and then that. was
0: even more surprised when Iger came back that he didn't mothball this whole project and just say yeah forget about all this but no we've we've got we've got Josh DeMauro, uh and the uh, board chief of Singapore Tourism uh, celebrating with Mickey and Minnie the announcement uh, that their seventh ship is going to launch from Singapore, starting in twenty twenty five.
1: Yes, um, I was really excited about this. Uh, so this is Southeast Asia. It's going to be hitting ports there. These are all places that like I would love to go to, but I don't necessarily want to spend the time and bandwidth to like really plan a trip. So I feel like getting a nice little gateway into the area doing a lot of the Disney activities and kind of Mm -hmm. seeing what I like. And then maybe going back, you know, and just doing like my own style trip. But I feel like this is a great way to bring new people to the market. I know they talked a lot about tourism for the area Mm -hmm. and what the impact that it's going to have.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, I know uh, Disney super fans like you and I uh, might be tempted to plan a trip out there for this, but I think this is really intended uh, for the tourism market of Southeast Asia. Uh, this is not meant for Americans to go take this. Uh, this is going to be, I think everything from, uh, you know, the design and the food and the entertainment is all going to be designed around that
1: Which makes audience, you want it more. Because yeah. To be able, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I, I do think though, that just based on the nature of the ship, it is not going to be, the Disney cruise line experience that you and I are used to, Mm -hmm. especially if you've been on one of the classic ships, like, like the magic, which I love. Uh, This is a mega ship. This, this looks a lot closer to, you know, something that, you know, a carnival or a a Royal Caribbean would build in terms of just a huge mall, (laughs) you know, basically a a giant block of hotel uh, floating at sea.
1: No, I mean, but I definitely I'm still I would be interested to do it. You know, we love the Disney Asian experience is top Mm -hmm. notch. Uh, The character lines are probably going to be incredible.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, they haven't released specific details, but we we do know we can expect um, a lot of the typical entertainment, Mm -hmm. like the Disney Broadway style shows, uh, the rotational dining um, and uh, of course the characters. Uh, It will be very interesting to see. What characters uh, appear and who is popular? Uh, well, if there's
1: there. a Duffy dining experience, oh I- oh my god, you have, you balance. will be there,
0: you will be there. <laughs> I will be there. Um, oh
1: well, my god, I have my Duffy shirt too.
0: <laughs> so, uh, if if you uh, are interested uh, in planning on your trip, uh, like we said, booking is not available. But it's never too early to uh, give a call to uh, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel and uh, develop a relationship with a, uh, a travel agent who can uh, help you arrange this. because right. I do not recommend uh, traveling to the other side of the globe just on your own planning. It definitely, when you're uh, doing something like that, it helps have a travel agent back home that you can uh, rely on.
1: Absolutely. I mean, just visas and all that. You mm-hmm. don't want to deal with that. You know, yep. let them do it.
0: Yep all right uh moving on heading back to walt disney world uh our brave reporter Theron uh managed to actually eat everything <laughs> from the tron energy bites uh the new snack stand at the exit of the tron ride at the magic kingdom uh and live to tell the tale and report on it uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean this is this is good. I mean there really hasn't been anything exciting to eat in Tomorrowland in a long time. Occasionally they'll have something interesting. There was something maybe like 7 years ago like this pepperoni pizza roll up thing that I still think about, but there's nothing else.
0: Tomorrowland or uh, Tomorrowland specifically, but all of the Magic Kingdom has long been a wasteland a for yeah. for food. I mean you've got you've got that oasis of Skipper Canteen. Um, But in terms of quick service, uh, you know, I wind up going back and forth between Pecos, Bill, and Columbia Harbor House, because I have one or two things I can eat at each. And it's like, you know, the, as much as I love sunny eclipse, like, Tomorrowland and Cosmic Rays is like the Shadowlands. We don't go there when we're hungry, right. you know. Um No, so, I just go
1: to a monorail resort to eat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, it's so it is great having a new option. I am curious to see how long some of these options last in their current form. Um a lot of these seems like something that was cooked up in a test kitchen uh to look really cool on instagram and i don't know how it will play with average middle american folks who just got off of a roller coaster
1: you mean they don't want shumai when they're gone and you know <laughs> and if they run. do
0: i don't know if they want it uh with buffalo sauce topped with dehydrated blue cheese i am more thinking that the chocolate donuts while i'm sure they taste yummy um, looks suspiciously similar to the animal poop candy that they served at Animal Kingdom a few years ago. I remember uh, that, that is that is not a visually appealing. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So your your choices are. Uh, let's start with the beverages. Um, I actually did try the watermelon refresher uh, myself. Um, the the glass it comes in the skinny little glass. Uh, it looks deceptively small but i actually uh by the time i got to the end of it i i was i was fine i thought the the quantity was fine like like everything it is way too sweet all of these frozen drinks at okay. disney are all way too sweet but it's got a little like yuzu citrus bite to it that i liked it would um, be
1: good with vodka in it
0: <laughs> Everything at the Magic Kingdom would be better with vodka.
1: it would cut the sweetness, but
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, they've got a Joffrey's cold brew. Um I, I mean like I feel like cold brew is is the new hotness and every Joffrey stand has basically the same gold brew with a slightly different sugary syrup.
1: Right. But this is bit. like another be fair to Florida because Disneyland's cold brew drinks are so cool and so inventive. You know, yeah. they did like blueberry pancake one that was amazing last year. They did like an mm. orange foam one. And I feel like the ones at Disney World, like you said, are just kind of all really just the same. Yeah. You know? Yep. So that's um,
0: and then uh, moving on to the food, uh, the savory items. Um, they've got two kinds of digital dumplings. I'm not sure what makes them digital, uh, but they are. You get three dumplings for just under nine dollars. So you're talking about three dollars a dumpling. No annual pass discounts apply. Um, That's like they, Italy
1: booth pricing.
0: I mean, they are some pretty creative flavor profiles. We're used to like this is Magic Kingdom, where even the egg rolls taste like cheeseburgers so the fact that they actually have something that's uh a beef and broccoli that's got like some ginger and some spice to it um good for them good for them
1: right but like you said let's see how long until these are replaced with something really just generic
0: yeah um and then uh like i mentioned the dessert uh is these little mini donut balls that are covered in a mocha sauce drizzle. I'm sure they they taste yummy. Um, you know you're, you're basically paying uh, over a dollar for each donut hole which is
1: not <laughs> bad in My Disney
0: prices yeah. yes not bad. Um, the I think the most creative dessert is this strawberry isoform. it's like a, a mochi mm-hmm. that's broken up with uh with some ice cream um it just it's it's like a tiny tiny little portion um it's like two spoonfuls uh but it looks delicious
1: yeah it does look really good uh I would probably try that and maybe the beef broccoli dumpling I mean it looks pretty good but Mm -hmm. you know I guess it's good for the context of what we're talking about
0: yeah I um like I said, I, I had my first ride on Tron, and then uh, I thought the watermelon refresher, uh, yes, too sweet, but uh, it was pretty good uh, cool down after my ride. I don't suggest eating any of the dumplings before taking the ride, uh, because like you have to lie on your stomach, Oof. and between lying on your stomach and the launch, it, it might not be pleasant for people in the canopy below you. That,
1: no, I, I don't, recommend no.
0: don't 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 <laughs> recommend it. All right. Uh, Switching uh, away from uh, one kind of virtual digital world to another, uh, Ghostbusters VR Academy has opened at 450 locations worldwide from Sony and Hollowgate. And this lets Ghostbusters fans live out their dream by strapping on a proton pack and busting some ghosts. Right, VR. yeah, I mean,
1: I'm not, like, a huge VR person, but this actually looks really fun.
0: <laughs> I actually did get to try this myself at IAPA uh, last year. There are two different games that they've got. Um, one uh, is a stand-up one where you play with four people walking around a little arena. That's the one that I got to do, uh, and it was neat. Um, you know, you're, you're kind of tethered from above, uh, and you've got uh, the headset and a gun, and you get to zap ghosts, and at the end of it, there's a, a face off with the uh, big Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh. Um, it took a few minutes, it, it didn't take that long. Um, I would say uh, years ago, The Void had a uh, Ghostbusters experience, and that one was a lot more immersive, it was a lot more tactile, and you walked through different scenes. Oh, um, this was. Like, yeah. This is more of like a kind of stand in place and shoot at things, Uh, but it had some fun graphics and you got to see, uh, you know, characters from the, from the films. Um, I enjoyed it. I would really like to try out the Blitz, which is uh, a vehicle simulator. It wasn't available. It wasn't ready to go when I was at IAPA. But you get to drive the Ecto hovermobile and mm-hmm. uh, drive around and blast ghosts. And that looks so. Like a lot of let fun. me
1: ask you this: How long are you in this Ghostbusters VR? For example, how long are you shooting at that thing in the one? I I,
0: I would say that uh, the whole experience was probably five to seven minutes tops. Oh, okay. uh, and that included sure. you know strapping it on and everything. This was not like you know I've done some uh, VR things with The Void uh, in the past that we're like a whole half hour or more. Um, this is, this is meant to be kind of like in an arcade or something, that mm-hmm. you, something that you go in and, you know, between suiting up um, the whole experience would probably take 15 minutes or so. Um, right.
1: I was going to say, I don't want to stand. <clears throat> for no, sure. it's, it's not, gonna... no,
0: it's not a long one. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a quick experience, but, uh, and like I said, I tried it on the IAPA show floor. It's possible that they've, you know, expanded it and added to it since, since what I tested um, but uh, if you are in the Orlando area and you want to try this, uh, head on over to Andretti Indoor Karting and Games. Uh, they've also got it in Tampa at Laser Ops Extreme Gaming. Uh, and if you go to Hollowgate.com, you can find a location near you. I'm a big wow. Ghostbusters nerd. Uh, some folks know that I worked on the Ghostbusters Spooktacular oh. show at Universal before it closed. So... Anything Ghostbusters, anything that brings that uh, that back. They're, they're working on a new movie now. I hear they're starting to shoot that soon. So I'm excited to see that. And there's there's supposed to be a home VR uh, Ghostbusters game uh, for the Ooh. Quest that they announced a while ago. So I can't wait for that to finally
1: come out. That sounds out. fun.
0: All right. Uh, we have one last story uh, before we wrap up the news. And that is that Legoland, California, near San Diego has unveiled a new Legoland uh, model. And guess what city it is? It's San Diego.
1: Right. I was kind of surprised. I haven't been to Legoland California, but I was surprised it wasn't already in Minnesota. I didn't realize
0: they didn't. I This was the first Legoland I ever visited uh, way back in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's about half an hour north of downtown San Diego. And I always assumed that they had a model of San Diego because most of the other Legoland's right. Have uh, you know a local section, uh, but no, surprising. it it took them this long, but they finally got it. Um, and it took a team of seventy master model builders and five million Lego bricks to make this new, uh, section of their uh Lego Miniland.
1: Yes, and I when I was reading about this, I'm glad that they actually source like local artists mostly. It's mm-hmm. majority of local artists that actually build it out. Uh, Of course, there's like the iconic things from San Diego, like the Hotel Del Coronado looks really cool. Uh, You know, beaches, the wheel. So it's kind of they kind of got the whole the whole gist of it.
0: Yeah. And they also uh, surveyed locals to ask them what landmarks they think should be included. And they came up with 55 uh, local landmarks, large and small. Um, You've got the Rady Shell. You've got Petco Park emerald plaza uh the even yeah you mentioned the wheel at the san diego county fair um and uh it, it looks great uh lots of little hidden details to find um and you get to explore it all as part of your regular admission or your annual pass
1: Yes, and you could spend, like, hours just looking in in Miniland. There's so many details.
0: Uh, You know, all the Legolands, uh, you know, people run to the the rides, the attractions, but the heart, uh, literally and figuratively, of every Legoland is the Miniland. Mm And, you know, even if you're like us and you're a little too large to comfortably fit on the kiddie rides, uh, you can definitely still get your money's worth of admission at a Legoland just by exploring uh, these amazing models. Uh, If you want to know more, you can head on over to legoland.com slash california. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of this week's news in the queue. Before we head over to our big story, uh, which is Carly's Week of Adventures, it is time to hear a word from our sponsor. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. But wait, there's more. Uh, I made a slight error and triggered that a little too early because we actually do have one last story in the news to discuss. <laughs> Sorry about that, Gatorland didn't mean to leave you out, uh, but Gatorland here in Orlando is debuting a brand new attraction that I am going to try out in a few days. Ooh. And it is called Croc Rock. It you get to climb, swing, and zip line over Gatorland. Uh, in this new three-in-one hands-on experience. This looks Wish like me a luck.
1: Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are very, very brave. Uh, it looks really scenically nice. You know, you have all that lush landscape and whatnot, mm-hmm. but you're crazy.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, first of all, I'm going to be harnessed up, strapped up, helmeted up, wearing sensible shoes. Uh, and first I'm going to climb up the 32... 32- Foot tall crock rock which uh, is a uh, fake climbing wall that looks like natural rock and sandstone uh, so I'm going to get a little bit of an au- upper body workout start then I'm going to have to walk across this 150 foot swinging bridge uh, that's going to be fun oh. and for the big finale uh, hundred, uh, 350 foot zip line Soaring through the air and they have not specified, but, uh, you know, I know back in the day they had a zip line that went over the gator, uh, breeding ground. I'm curious to see what's going to be beneath my feet, uh, as I go down this zip line. There there
1: has to be something good, you know? Oh yeah. There has to be.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, so yes, uh, the media is going to get to check this out. Uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, so I will be preparing for my Passover Seder that evening. Oh no, you're uh, be no by, doing, by doing something definitely non-kosher. Um, Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, help me. Um I am I'm looking forward to this. I cannot yet tell you exactly how much this costs. Uh, if you head over to Gatorland.com, they've got a little information about it, but basically you've got to uh, make your reservation inside the park at the Zipline Depot. Um, so uh, right. hopefully I will come back with some more details i uh, excited Savannah uh, when I had my interview uh, mm-hmm. with her a few weeks back she teased me about this and I was fascinated, and now I am going to try it myself. So
1: right, yeah, I love that it's a group activity. It, it sounds kind of fun. Like I'm curious
0: to see who else they can wrangle into my group. If I'm Wait, going to be a group of one, we'll see. What if
1: you can't climb the wall?
0: Uh, yeah, that's going to be the first step. Um, I'm going to be doing hardest. some push-ups to uh, to get get myself uh, pumped up to. Make it up there. Oh, no, uh, I have been warned that I have to wear tennis shoes and I may not wear a dress, skirt, or short shorts. So oh. that will limit my wardrobe a little, but yes. I'll I'll make do. I'm gonna have to bust out my long shorts instead of my short shorts.
1: Sounds like a fun like bachelorette trip activity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, except I would not do any drinking beforehand. Uh, that would probably end badly. Uh, do your drinking afterwards for sure. All right. Uh, well, thank you, Gatorland. Sorry to uh, overlook you there for a moment. But now it really is time for our main attraction. It's time for the main attraction. And this week's main attraction is, drum roll please, Carly. Yes, Yay! she has been... Away in the Northeast, exploring New York and New Jersey's uh, newest attractions, Um, you have been to visit both Legoland New York and the American Dream Mall, uh, two projects that uh, we have heard a lot about, but neither of us have visited uh, before, and I am dying to hear your hottest takes on both of them. So which would you like to kick it off with?
1: Let's start with American dream. Cause that is basically on the way, you know, my family lives at the Jersey shore. So I was driving up to Legoland. That's a good halfway point. I had previously went to the American dream two Decembers ago, but it was on a Sunday. And if you're familiar with the local ordinances, most of the stores. Blue laws. Yeah. So <laughs> most have of blue stores... laws in, in
0: North Jersey. If you don't know what that means, it's like, there are things you just can't do on Sunday.
1: Yeah. So I went, unfortunately when everything was closed nickelodeon universe was still charging an entrance fee so i wasn't gonna go in there and also most of the restaurants weren't ready so i went over the weekend now there's a lot there's i'll say there's a lot of areas that are still shut off you know there's Mm. like giant escalators to nowhere floors because they can't get people i mean this is like you have to if you love this kind of stuff. Just Google it and read some articles because this is like a multi-decade project of a mall, like the most expensive mall ever done. It's basically Mall of America, but even more of a fever dream. It's well,
0: and I remember, you know, this is going back many, many years. Yeah, to more, to the late 90s, I I visited Mall of America uh when it was at its peak and it's it's mm-hmm. heyday. And what, sh- what struck me was that you'd walk around the whole first floor and it was like any mall. And then you walk up to the next floor and you'd see a lot of the same stores. It was like they copied the mall and just made five malls, one on top of the other. But you would see a lot of the same retail brands over and over again. So I can't imagine American Dream. Is there a lot of uh, empty storefronts still um,
1: Because I I don't
0: know anyone needs seven gaps right
1: now. Right. Uh, There are still a lot, especially in the luxury wings. So there was supposed Mm. to be this whole, and it's really the passageways. You could still walk around and sit. It's beautiful. They have all this like furniture and stuff, but there's no luxury (laughs) stores in there. I think maybe the Saks Fifth Avenue is in there, but it's kind of desolate. It's not as eerie as it was when I went Mm -hmm. two Decembers ago. That was bizarre. There's a there's a lot, you know, there's an indoor ice skating, rink There's the DreamWorks water park. There's a Mr. Beast restaurant. Uh, so a lot of the restaurants were open. We actually went to Yard House, which is that chain. But we were okay. just starved and it overlooks the indoor ski lift. Ah, so it it is. So I, I saw
0: a photo on social media of you having a cocktail uh, while <laughs> looking over the snow. Yeah. Uh, what was what was that like?
1: It's it's bizarre. I mean, there, there was a lot of people, so I will say it's. I think it's doing better mm-hmm. than it was when I went the last time. Everywhere was pretty packed, and then uh, Nickelodeon Universe. I finally got to go in there now. So they okay. switched to you basically buy different like per attractions or like an unlimited day pass, but you can just walk freely in there now, which I had been. See that's to smart,
0: do. you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think people want to put down and and I know w- when it opened an unlimited day pass was almost as much as like a Six Flags or nearly right. as much as a Disney park. Um, so what, uh, roughly what does it cost you to get in there and and well nothing to get in nothing. there so nothing to get in. i didn't go on ride. any
1: rides i just wanted to walk around mm-hmm. um but they do have like a slime themed roller coaster mm-hmm. two other kind of um if you're familiar with like the mine train from dollywood when you're in like a tiny spinning cart mm. they had some really good stuff it was really nicely done i was impressed uh they have a rugrats area a rugrats carousel so i think they did a nice job we we didn't go on anything because all the ceilings are glass and it was mm. so hot that day. And oh. so it was like 90 degrees inside there. And I was like, it's I- like
0: being in a terrarium, uh, yeah. <laughs> like a, like a, like a hothouse.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And it was humid out. So it was just, uh. it was too much. Uh, there's also a toy- choice. Choice are us. So, you know, Toys R Us all closed.
0: I miss the Toys R Us in Times Square.
1: Me too, with the Ferris wheel. Mm -hmm. So this one is pretty cool. It's not massive. It is two floors. And to get to the next floor, you have to take a slide.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: Yes. So the last time I was there, it wasn't ready. So I got to go on the slide. It is definitely made for shorter people. (laughs) (laughs) Tight going around the corners. But... Uh, If you're in the area or going into New York City, you could take the train there, visit it because it is like another world.
0: So, um, did you did you take public transportation or did you drive and yeah, park? So
1: we drove, so they have a lot of parking. It's five dollars, mm-hmm. so it's not free like a usual mall,
0: mm-hmm. but still,
1: that's kind of a very minimal. Now, uh, there's a lot of like chains that are interesting. Like there's a Jollibee, which is a chain from Asia, the chicken sandwich, fried chicken restaurant that is finally coming to America. There's one in New mm-hmm. York City. There's one at the American Dream Mall. Like I said, there's a Mr. Beast restaurant. And then we saw a ton of restaurants getting ready to open. There was like a mozzarella bar, so it is I, it's looking up. I think. I mean, I'm sure they're Great. probably still financially in the hole because this has been a massive undertaking. Uh, but don't go on a Sunday. That is oh, I-
0: okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you? I know the uh, the DreamWorks Water Park was in the news not long ago for that right. uh, prop helicopter that fell out of the ceiling. Did you? You see anyone uh, there at that part?
1: Oh, it was packed. So basically okay. um not really a water park gal unless it's Volcano Bay which mm-hmm. is the best water park. This is an indoor water park. You can there's an observation level where you can look windows down. Mm. It was wall to wall slammed.
0: Yikes. I didn't
1: expect that. Uh not my thing, you know. There's a big wave pool, it was packed. Uh oh. there's some really good looking slides, but that it was it was packed. I would recommend yeah. maybe going on a weekday when it's better, but it was crazy. Uh, there's there's an ice rink in there. A lot mm. of people are ice skating. So there's definitely a lot you can do, and it is just really unlike anything you've ever experienced. You know? I,
0: I really need uh, next time I'm up uh, visiting family to check it out. Um, I it's mean I, I I mean I can remember going back going back to when I was in high school. I feel like I first started hearing about the Xanadu project Zanadu. in the Meadowlands, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, you you could do like a mini series, multiple parts <laughs> on the ups and downs of that project over the years. Oh, uh, right. It's like look up Boondoggle in the dictionary and you might see a picture of the American <laughs> you know, Dream it's, Mall.
1: It's definitely worth going down the rabbit hole of just looking up the history. Uh, it's crazy. If you can visit it, visit it, they have, you know, an observer, observation wheel, like the, mm-hmm. you know, the London Eye. Uh, so there's a lot you can do there. We were there for like hours, which I wasn't expecting to happen just because of my last experience there but like we had a lot of fun there's some really good uh, uh stores that you you know you don't, wouldn't get it at a normal mall there's some like, good asian chain stores mm. so they sell all you know like that really kawaii uh-huh. accessories and stuff so we yeah, got yeah, yeah. there and it's just you know stuff that you don't normally get but then of course they also have you know your h m your express you know so they have all those kind of stores but i mean you really you're going to go there and probably you're going to go into Nickelodeon universe Mm-hmm. We go eat something there's you know like
0: well, they got a couple coasters that i'd like to uh get yes. those credits so oh
1: yes yeah, the slime coaster look really good they're very short but next time i will be trying those
0: all right and moving up out of jersey into new york state tell us about your trip to legoland yes. new york
1: Right. So this is my first time going to Legoland New York. I have previously only been to Legoland Florida. Mm -hmm. Legoland New York is definitely it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's about like an hour north when you leave uh, the American dream or if you're in New York City. It was wonderful. It is just in this little tiny town right off the highway, really easy to get to. And so this was their opening weekend and we stayed, we went up the night before and we stayed actually in the Legoland hotel. And that was my first mm. time staying in one. And we booked a uh, a pirate suite.
0: Oh, it was,
1: oh what was that like? I, I, we loved it. It's very similar to the one if you've ever been to Legoland, Florida. It is. It's really interesting because I was expecting it to be like very like I don't know when you hear like a pirate Lego themed room, you're thinking almost like cheap and cheesy, Mm. but the attention to the detail was I, we were just like mind blown, you know, like Mm. the curtains were held up by this really thick, like nautical rope. Like it was just Mm. very detailed all around the room are models. So it's there's a little sign on, like, when you go in, it says, don't touch any of the Lego models. These are, like, mm. art installations. So there mm. was, a, you know, a giant spider, a giant pirate oh, head. Wow. These are all really nicely done Lego models. The bed was super comfortable. We were in, like, a, a pirate ship uh, king bed. It was so nice. There's a children's room that has a two-level pirate-themed bunk bed. In the room was a safe, and you have to do a scavenger hunt in your room to get the code, your uh-huh. Lego toys, Ooh. and you get to keep if you can open it. So that was like wow. one of the, we did. Yeah. One of the, it's just, it was all the little details that I was like, this is just such you, an. You don't need
0: story. to leave the hotel room.
1: No, you really don't. And um, one of the TVs in the kids' room was like a fake surveillance of Lego miniatures trying to like break into different rooms in the hotel. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: It was, it was hilarious, but it was so comfortable. The resort itself has a restaurant. We ate dinner. It was like fantastic. We were like, mm-hmm. it has no business being this good. They had like a, a local Hudson, New York beef that made it was made into a mm-hmm. burger patty. It was it was really good. And then of course, you know, you're right next door to Legoland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thank that's
0: the great thing about the Legoland hotels and mm-hmm. the parks. It's literally like a hundred steps away. Right. Yeah, you, Not you, like Disney where you gotta take a bus
1: Oh absolutely and you know they do these Packages at Legoland New York like Florida Where you get breakfast included For all hotel guests mm-hmm. which is crazy So I mean it's a it's a pretty good deal well, so, yeah.
0: yeah. It's not uh, cheap but it's a good value
1: Right uh, i I'm was super impressed With the hotel you know it was joking because it was Just us adults and I was like 10 out of 10 Recommend a, a girls trip right. To Legoland but it, it was really Fun you know they have a bar in there all the Adults are having fun and then we Went to the park yesterday Mm -hmm. loved it it's a micro park there's several like e-ticket attractions i would say there is a a attraction that's unique to just legoland new york Mm. which was our favorite and we went on three times it's called a brick factory adventure Uh so imagine i mean this just opened in 2021 so the technology is like remy's ratatouille adventure where you're on Uh a trackless system uh-huh. But you, the whole it was little. It was very similar to Remy's, where it was combining you know screen technology with actual physical set pieces. Mm-hmm. But I like there was even more physical set pieces than Remy. Oh wow! So it really was immersive. Like I was super impressed. Incredible dark ride. You're basically shrunk to a miniature lego land figure
0: i remember years ago at iapa them having a booth uh mm-hmm. where they would scan you and make you into a lego minifigure and they said that was going to be a part of the ride when it oh ended.
1: yeah that was a part of it and it really did like they they did it perfectly based on what we were wearing our oh, hair wow. color. it was it was really fun and it was really like one of my favorite scenes is you're getting boxed up to be sold and <laughs> all the lights go out and then like a uh-huh. the little kid's hand opens it up and you're then in their bedroom it was really well done it was basically like Remy's Ratatouille Adventure had a baby with Hershey Chocolate World uh-huh. the touring of the factory it was really good we went on it three times uh they have a Ninjago the same one mm-hmm. as Legoland Florida you know where you're Shooting that—that yeah. that is exhausting, but I know, right? Really fun, and then they have the dragon roller coaster.
0: Oh, that's classic! And then,
1: of course, a lot—I was really shocked there was a lot of food options. I thought there was even more food options there than at Legoland Florida. Oh
0: wow! It's
1: because do is- they
0: do they have the uh, apple fries? Oh yeah, and oh, we got gotta have you gotta them have them.
1: So uh, there's a lot, and they have you know, a, like almost like a food truck park, but it's like little huts. Uh, they had a really lot we got um, in the Ninjago world. We got this uh, Korean fried chicken in a waffle cone. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, we got this in another spot. We got like a hot honey dipped chicken sandwich. There was a, it was very surprising. I mean, it's definitely a micro park. There's a lot of kids rides though. I, I mean, if, you have a kid, this is the park to take them to because there's really so much to do. And it also was, this was opening weekend, but it also celebrated all of the Legolands in North America are now certified autism centers.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's a big deal. If you uh, amazing, yeah. if you have a kid uh, with sensory issues, um, Lego parks and also the Peppa Pig, Peppa uh, Pig park, yeah. Legoland mm-hmm. down here, um, they really have great resources uh for helping making your your visit easier
1: absolutely and this is you can get a digital guide in advance Mm -hmm. Um, they use the same kind of sensory signs if you ever seen at peppa pig where at the bottom it has like touch taste and then it's a scale from zero to Mm -hmm. five of how sensitive you have to be so all those signs are now up at legoland new york legoland california so i think it's just great park it was really clean um, a lot a lot to do they now also you
0: you, the- you refer to it as a micro park um yes. in terms of size because uh, like i feel like the orlando or i'm sorry the florida lego land has really built out they've got a full day's worth oh do yeah you feel like this in new york is more of a half day park at this point
1: you know to be completely honest i think With the amount of stuff there was, if you have kids, I mean, we did it in like four hours, but you know, Mm -hmm. we weren't going on. There's a lot of really cool kid attractions, you know, Mm -hmm. we just didn't go on it because we weren't with a kid. I think you can even stretch it to almost a full day. There's a water play area, you know, kind of similar to like the Peppa Pig one, you know, like where Mm -hmm. you can definitely see kids doing it for like two hours. Lot of restaurants, barbecue restaurant, pizza restaurant. Uh, there's a lot you can do. Like, if you're sit- sitting down and having a full lunch, I think there's a lot, especially with if you're doing like the Dragon Coaster, Ninjago, and the Brick Factory. I mean, those are like three big rides, you can do mm. them multiple times. Um, we probably spent an hour in Miniland because it's uh, a lot of New York City stuff,
0: yeah.
1: So that was really cool. They have, you know, like Long Island, they have the uh 1964 World's Fair um, in there too, which is so cool. That's great. Yeah. Met Stadium, of course, Times Square. Uh one of my favorites was that they had the Alamo in Texas and they had Pete a little miniature Pee Wee Herman. In and the
0: they- basement. Is there is yeah. there a, a, a bike in the basement?
1: Yes. Yes. There ain't no basement in the Alamo. Uh, uh. It was, it was really fun. I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere. So you definitely would make a day trip out of it or tack it on to something else, but it was, it was great. I loved it.
0: That sounds fantastic. Well, um, I still have uh, some nieces and nephews living up there, so I need to drag them. uh,
1: Oh yeah. I mean, there's the, the kitty rides are just really cool. Yes, yeah. there's, there's so many. There's like a Coast Guard ride. There's so many unique rides that I, you could definitely be there all day. <laughs> and it's uh, it's kind of it's built onto a hill, so it's kind of. We joked it was like Universal Hollywood. It's like an upper <laughs> lot and a lower lot, but there's no escalator. You either oh,
0: so bring your walking shoes. yes
1: yeah, so Miniland is like a winding path that goes <clears> throat> down. Throat> so it kind of made you forget that you were, you know. Kind of a lot, but
0: getting back up.
1: (laughs) Right. And we took this, there's also steps too. So we did the steps Uh, back up and (laughs) we were a little sore.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, it sounds like you had a great trip there. Yes. Um, And I am definitely adding that to my list of uh, places to visit next time I head back north.
1: And you have to go to American Dream Mall. It is a fever dream in the best way.
0: Can't wait. All right. Well, that will just about wrap up this episode. Before we go, we want to thank our sponsors again, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. And I want to remind everyone to please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating on Spotify. If you want to find more coverage from us and Attractions Magazine on the interwebs, you can find me, at the UG series on Twitter at the unofficial guides on Instagram and at the unofficialguides.com. Carly, where can everyone catch up with you?
1: Yes, I am on Twitter at Carly Caramana and on Instagram at adventures by Carly.
0: And of course you can find the whole attractions magazine team 24 seven at attractionsmagazine.com, at attractions on Twitter at attractions, magazine on Instagram at youtube.com slash attractions, magazine and on TikTok at attractions until next week we hope you folks stay safe try something new but most importantly have fun we'll see you again next time bye